Salutations and welcome to Pod Mortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband, and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from an occult shop in L.A. discussing the 1996 supernatural horror film, The Craft. The Craft was directed by Andrew Fleming, who also wrote the screenplay with Peter Filardi. It stars Robin Tooney as Sarah, Feruza Balk as Nancy, Rachel True as Rochelle, and Nev Campbell as Bonnie. This movie received an R rating even after edits to make it PG-13 solely for its depiction of female teenage witches. Despite its seemingly taboo subject matter, The Craft has been influential and in at least one instance completely ripped off for its depiction of contemporary witches. What did you guys think about The Craft the first time you saw it? It was okay. I mean, I liked it because Neve Campbell was in it. <laughs> but I mean, that's about it. I don't really. <laughs> it's funny that he says that because genuinely, I remember seeing this as a child. Yeah. And I remember this cast, these were some of my first crushes. With good reason. Like, period. Well, and two so. Of them. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of nostalgic feelings for this movie. For sure. For me, because I was like in elementary school and I was like, man, I hope high school is this cool. I don't know why <laughs> I this was my model it high school. But <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, I remember really enjoying the movie as a kid and rewatching it for this episode. I still I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. No, it's a lot of fun. When I was a kid, I absolutely loved it. Like, loved it. I wanted to be them. Like, <laughs> they were goals in life. And I don't know what that says about me. but right. hey, like, I, I see nothing wrong. <laughs> I adored it. And even watching it now, like, is it a perfect movie? No, no. it's not a perfect movie. But... It is very nostalgic, and I think it's even enjoyable to watch now. It's very of its time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Everything from that. the clothes to the music. The music. Oh, man. That, and I know you mentioned something about that when I was watching. You were like, oh, I love the soundtrack, whatever. I can only tell you, I'll be honest with you, I've heard maybe one or two songs from that home movie. Oh, ever, <laughs> ever before ever. I've never heard any of that music before ever. I didn't catch how good of a soundtrack it was when I was a kid. It definitely, but, but I, it, it's I, I good. I think it's a good one. But this is one of those movies that I think a lot of people would say didn't age well. But I think that you shouldn't look at this movie through that lens. I think this movie is one of those movies that has cult status for a reason. For sure. And you should just watch it for what it is. And you will have a good time. I agree with that. I also want to... This film has like an extra special place in my heart because it was like Rachel True was yes. the first representation that I saw of mm -hmm. someone who... <laughs> who had hair like me. So that was like a really, and I have more to say about that obviously later, but that was a really big deal for me as a right. kid because nobody nope. in movies represented me in that way. So that was pretty, like even as a kid, I was like, oh, I love her. Like, <laughs> like that's all it took. She's who I'm paying attention yes. to. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we bind this film from doing harm, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film and come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's call the corners. So the film opens on three girls, I guess, doing rituals, and they're chanting, now is the time, ours is the hour, ours is the magic, ours is the power. Does it have to rhyme? Everything every time? has to rhyme. <laughs> it's got to. So then immediately we see a bunch of like flashes of tarot symbols and Our Lady Peace's cover of Tomorrow Never Knows plays. Interesting band to choose to cover. Yeah. I was reading a lot about the Beatles and as why you don't really hear a lot of their music 
original recordings on TV and movies, it's because A, it's expensive, expensive as hell. Yeah. I read when Mad Men played mm, Tomorrow Never song, Knows. Yeah. It cost them two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. God damn, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And they even played and the whole song. No. And the thing is, is that they reserve the right to pick and choose who uses their music, but even after they use it, they get to dictate how it's used. They, <laughs> the <fuck? laughs> yeah, they licensed the song Revolution for a Nike commercial, and then Nike paid $250,000 to use it, but then they sued Nike because they didn't <gasps> like the way it was used. So... I understand why the craft was like, let's just fucking cover it. <laughs> not wow. even deal with it. It's not even worth it's all not that. Worth I didn't it. know that's that. insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's rough. We get the title card for the craft, and then we see Sarah, who's I guess going to be our protagonist, on a plane with her parents. They get in a taxi at the airport and go to their new home. Unless you're going to say that that was a fake background. It clearly was. That no rain could have changed the way that looked. Like, that looked bad. There's a lot of things in this movie that, as a kid, I forgave. On this, on the stance of, like, special effects yeah. and stuff. And even as a kid, I was like, damn, that looks good. Yeah. And then now I'm like... Mm. <laughs> okay, so I'm well, glad... My, my personal issue with this is the fact that her parents get in the back seat and leave her alone up front with the taxi driver. I thought that yeah. was... Yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah. Her you dad figure, should get... Yeah, that's what I thought, but I was like... Yeah. Okay. I was just too distracted by that background. <laughs> like, because at first I even had to pause it and rewind it because I was like, <laughs> that looked funny. I was like, because yeah. it did. I was like, what the hell? And you notice that there's a cab, I guess, on the other side of the street. And then behind it, you can mm -hmm. tell it's just a backdrop. <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit. So I can see the green. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, like we said, it's raining. And the house that they go in looks pretty run down. Like the ceiling's leaking. The walls look stained. It's funny because from the outside, I was like, damn, is it, everyone rich? It's beautiful. Rich? Yeah. They get yeah. inside and it's horrible. So Sarah goes upstairs and unpacks a framed picture of a woman. We see it. Right. Moving on. The camera makes sure we see, we it. see yeah, it. No, yeah. She goes downstairs and is kind of looking through, I guess, the boxes or whatever that are there. And a random ass <laughs> man walks in the house and is like, hey, you want this snake? <laughs> I was I was a little confused by this because what reaction did he expect? No, she's horrified well, and he's like, What's wrong with you? He relax. Told him to relax. Yeah. I mean, relax. He's like the old owners used to buy yeah. snakes right. off me. This <laughs> <laughs> is weird. So understandably she calls for her dad. Her dad chases him away with a fire poker. Yeah. And when he's running off, I was like, where's the snake? He's like yeah. chopping. Like, yeah, he doesn't have the his snake. His hands do not. It's on the dad's shoe and he throws the poker down at it. He goes like full Poseidon with a trident. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but, but like, I felt like they were both surprisingly chill for what had just happened. Yeah. Like, so, well, let's unpack. Right. <laughs> I guess he comes with the house. Yeah, shit. Leaky ceilings and snake right. men. And snake charmers. <laughs> So in the next scene, her dad drops her off at school and makes mention of the fact that she doesn't even have a uniform. Like, she doesn't have to go yet. And she wouldn't be able to go yet. No. <laughs> we went to... But she's like, Dad, I got to do this. Yeah, when we went we to a uniform school. we were in middle school, school. We went, they, you had to have a uniform. And if you didn't have a uniform, they would send you home. But this school is very lax on <laughs> uniforms in general. Yeah. They are. It literally it makes no sense. <laughs> she goes in and insists that she will walk home. There's a, I thought a pretty cool shot of when she's walking into, I guess it's like a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. right. There's this huge, like, bloody crucifix that right. she passes underneath and she kind of looks up at it like, damn, fuck. <laughs> they mean business here. Yeah. 
So inside the school, we see the three girls that were chanting at the very, very beginning. They stand out in the crowd. Yes. Of well, everything because else. Because their uniforms around. are different than any everybody <laughs> They're else wearing is. their own version yeah. of the uniform. The cool version. Right. <laughs> uh, they walk past three guys who kind of are making fun of them and calling them scary bitches. I gotta be honest. Jocks are so fucking dumb. <laughs> like, and they're made even dumber in movies. Oh, of course. And the thing is, it's like, I think that's what I don't understand is that it's it's kind of the problem that happens with a lot of movies today is that they make these downtrodden people still very attractive. Oh yeah. And so you know for a fact that these these women are like movie stars yeah. and they're beautiful. Yeah. And so they're like, oh stupid yeah. bitch. Yeah. They, would, <laughs> they would not be. No. No, all the jocks, they would be like, I don't care what group she belongs to. I'm still She's gonna try hot. to date her. Yeah. But they're like, oh, oh fucking yeah. witches and shit. <laughs> So the guys are Chris, who's played by Skeet Ulrich, making this the second film in 1996 <laughs> that he's in with Nev Campbell. Mitt, who's played by Brecken Meyer. And I love that guy. I know. Yeah. And uh, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Trey. Some guy. Yeah, Sorry, Trey. whoever you are. So the girls are Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle. At Nancy's locker, Bonnie is reading an almanac and is kind of saying that something's supposed to arrive today that's going to bring a balance and wholeness and she says maybe it's our fourth. Right. And Nancy pulls a noose out of her locker. Uh, yeah. And just See, plays with it. I little. have that. I made a note about that too. So you just have this noose hanging out and you're- That's fine. And she's like dangling no, around No, she's with playing it. with it. Nobody sees a problem no with that. No teacher's like, oh, excuse me. Uh, Look how they're dressed. I don't think yeah, the teachers true. really give care. a shit. She didn't even close her locker. No. The locker was just open. Like, they're not going to fuck with us. We're witches. <laughs> but as she's playing with this news, she says that they don't need a fourth. But Bonnie's like, yes, we do. So in French class, the French teacher is talking to Mitt in French. And Mitt is being like a douchey class clown, right, basically. Right. And from the back of the class, Sarah chimes in in French and Mitt calls her a snail trail? Yes. Yeah. What does that mean? I have that right there. What the fuck did he just call her? <laughs> is Was that a what popular that? 90s I don't insult? know. I mean... I never well, heard it. I mean, neither did I, but maybe we'll Maybe you say weren't yes. being yeah, a snail but, trail. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you weren't a jock, I so... I Yeah. <laughs> But her chiming in has made Chris notice her and Bonnie notice her. So I did have a question about, I took I took German in college and Spanish in high school. Mm -hmm. So I don't know any of the French, but did he genuinely ask Mitt if he got laid last night? Because he answered that question in French and the teacher wasn't like, how dare you? Yeah. You know, what is the school? Yeah. <laughs> and that, well, the bad thing is, is that I took two years of French. And, and all, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, did he? All I, all I learned was how to say, can I please go to the bathroom? And that was it. And then you never came That's back. That's what I, I learned never, from yeah, Spanish that, class. That was it. <laughs> As Bonnie's watching her, Sarah sets up a pencil on its point. She lets go of it, and it not only stays, but begins spinning in a circle. Bonnie gasps loudly, and yeah, then yeah, the pencil falls. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Good lord. She does. <laughs> I have a bit of commentary for that, but I can't say no, anything after that. I can't follow that. No. All I wanted to say was, why is she doing this in the middle of class? Like, yeah, did she no of, shit. Did she yeah. In front of anybody that could see? Can, yeah. yeah. It's not like she was hiding it behind, no. you know, set up the folder or whatever. Yeah. She's just, oh, look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> no, just out in front of anybody. Everybody. could look. And the French teacher is looking in that direction. Yeah. So he well, could he have been just, like. He was just talking to her. What the fuck? Right. In <laughs> bitch, are you a witch? <laughs> They were right. Roll yeah, credits. Right. Yeah. 
And that's the craft. It's a short film. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's over. Yeah. The next scene is biology class. And Bonnie tells the girls, Rochelle and Nancy, that their fourth is here. And she's like, she's right there. And it's Sarah. So Sarah comes up to them and she's like, hey, can I be your guys' lab partners? Yeah. And Nancy fucking stares her down. Why immediately? Ugly. Yeah, I don't. Until she gives up and walks away. But... <laughs> She leaves and Bonnie waits until she's like gone to whisper, <laughs> No, you can sit here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come back. Yeah. It's, it's like, like Bonnie, what? you didn't even try. Uh, Stop. And then she looks at Nancy like, Thanks a lot. Yeah. But it's like, You could have yeah, called her back. Even try. And, and what was Rochelle doing? Uh, Why didn't she watching. say anything? So at lunch, Sarah's sitting alone and Chris comes up to her and apologizes for his friend's behavior. And she kind of roundabout calls him an asshole. Yeah. And she apologizes and says that she's on edge because people have been really rude to her all day. Specifically, Nancy, Bonnie, and right. Rochelle. Mm -hmm. So he looks over and he's like, oh, them? You know, he's like, Bonnie, she has burns all over her body. I've never seen it, but my friends yeah, have. Fr he's got a lot of secondhand information. Yeah. yeah. And Nancy, oh, she's a slut. I don't know from experience, but my friends do. Uh, but he doesn't say anything about Rochelle at all. No, he doesn't. Nothing wrong with her. There's nothing wrong He's with like, her. He's like, she's cool. Uh, <laughs> she's it's, cool. It's guilt by association. The odd thing about this scene, I don't know if either of you noticed, but nearly every line was dubbed. I did. No, yes, yeah. I did oh, notice no, that big yeah. time. I never noticed that until bad. I watched it this it, time. And it's not only this scene. No, though. it's not. I it's was gonna. Not only this. Scene. I don't want to bring it up every scene that it happens. I had thought about it. I but will. Like, I, I'll... No, I will. But <laughs> like, uh, it it it's... happens a lot. I don't know if they just weren't happy with uh, how certain no, things it's... sounded. And I don't some know. Some of them are is... worse than others. It's, they, yeah. it's pretty obvious. It's really though. bad. Yeah. So Chris tells Sarah that they're witches. Then he's like, well, I have football practice after school. You can, like, come watch me if you want. Oh, thanks. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. I can? Sure, pal. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so she kind of blows him off. And she's like, oh, you know, cool, whatever. Yeah. But then he walks away in slow motion. And, you know, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's something going on. So promptly she is watching him at football <laughs> practice. And a cover of How Soon Is Now plays. Why didn't they use the Smiths? I don't original, know. Because this, honestly, I don't know the band that did it. To me, it sounded, I know it wasn't, but it sounded like Smash Mouth covering. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was not a fan. That I was song not is so amazing, too. Yes, the song is really good. Just use the original. They're, they're not the Beatles. They're not going to charge yeah, you. Yeah, no shit. Nobody's the Beatles. <laughs> no. But she's watching him at practice or whatever. And the girls walk up and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm not here to watch him. Like, I'm not watching him. Yeah. And Rochelle apologizes for Nancy's rudeness while Nancy yeah. just kind of stands there. And she's like, oh, she's she's always like that. So don't take it personally. Yeah. I think I'd be like, OK, so this can is I? like, yeah, fuck this. Well, I wouldn't can I hear want... it from Nancy, please? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> They all introduce themselves officially to her. And when Sarah tries to introduce herself, they're like, oh, we know who you are. Wait, what? It's like, yeah, okay. I guess they do because she was in all of their classes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah somehow. True. So Nancy invites her for coffee. <laughs> I just want to say, witches who drink coffee, that's like my dream demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy invites her for coffee and she says no. And abruptly, Nancy's like, he'll hit on anybody with tits. And Bonnie's like, except me. But yeah. and nobody, nobody says anything to Bonnie saying that. They're like, They're she's like, just yeah, let her her. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real, they, he won't. Yeah. Right. And again, 
again, Sarah denies that she is there watching him when it's right. pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, when they looked over at them at lunch, they were staring at them. Like, no, oh, yeah, the girls yeah. were staring at Chris and Sarah. Like, it's undeniable you're here watching him. Apparently, this is a thing that he makes girls do. Like, yeah. it seems like. It's part of his ritual. <laughs> right. <laughs> So Nancy, and I thought this was interesting, she said that he spreads disease and that she knows that from personal experience. But then he was like, I've just heard from... Yeah. Not me, but my friends. Yeah, Yeah. her info's firsthand. Yeah. That immediately would make me be like, oh, fuck this dude. Oh, absolutely. But, and we'll we'll talk more about that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nancy cheers at Chris and he immediately falls. And Dude, like <laughs> he eats shit and he yeah. looks dead on the gr- on the ground. It's that made me laugh funny. since I was a child. Cause he's just like yeah. out. <laughs> so Bonnie says they're going shopping and it's okay that Sarah doesn't have any money because they're gonna get a five finger discount. So as they're walking to go shopping. Sarah tells them that she used to live in San Francisco and that her dad wanted to move here. Mm-hmm. Nancy notices a scar on Sarah's wrist and Sarah admits that she did it to herself with the kitchen knife. It's a little too soon for her to be sharing this with them. It I is. thought, Especially since their meeting has been like really not very no. smooth. It's not like, yeah. oh, we're soulmates. Like, no, no. This, this girl was a fucking bitch to you just a couple hours ago. And now you're like, here's my life story. Yeah. I never really thought about that. No. But like, that's a good point. I thought it was odd that Bonnie goes, she even did it the right way. Right. And Rochelle's like, "What? how do you know that? What do you mean? And Bonnie's just like, shut up. Yeah. So like, I kind of expected a little more from that because it seemed like Rochelle was like, what? Yeah, what does that mean? She kept asking her and then it just shut down. I was wondering Uh, like if Bonnie had attempted something. So I thought I had thought more would come from that, but and then maybe her and Sarah could like talk about that that. and bond over it, but it never comes up again. But no. (laughs) (laughs) So they go into this like beautiful occult shop. No, it's great. Oh yeah, like I would kill for a place. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as they get there, Bonnie immediately tries to get Sarah to steal a book. Without, okay, <laughs> so this this bothered me a lot. This is an occult shop run by a very nice woman. Yeah. Do they really think that she doesn't know what they're doing, A, and B, somebody running an occult shop in your town, literally the subject that you have like thrown yourself into. You want to support them. Yeah, you're literally, she could be a mentor. No pun intended. You're robbing yourself of this pretty cool opportunity yeah. by jacking her shit all the time I mean, this yeah. isn't this isn't yeah, walmart no, like no, no not that i'm uh, saying to steal no. from walmart but. Yeah. well no <laughs> make your own decisions exactly um, I'm, not, I'm not the boss of you so bonnie explains the book and sarah's like oh you guys are like this is real for you guys yeah. there's this back room with like a black curtain over mm-hmm. it and sarah tries to go back there <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, but uh, if this is a place where nobody's meant to go, maybe your security should be better than a fucking curtain. <laughs> yeah, just a blanket over it. I mean, right? Uh, yeah, or a, how about a door with a lock on something, it? Nah. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't even need magic. <laughs> so the owner stops her by grabbing her arm. The owner is Lirio, played by Assumpta Cerna. And when Sarah says that she's going to pay for the stuff that she is holding, she goes, oh, so you're not like your friends. Yeah, see, she knows. Yeah. yeah. So she already knows they're stealing shit. And oddly is cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, like look, I, already, I do my inventory around right. their stealing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
I always break even. So Sarah's buying candles and Lirio starts to explain them to her. And then she's like, you know what? Just take this book and uh, it'll explain it to you. Right. So Sarah buys that book. The book is called The Craft. Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> she buys the book, candles, and a diary, and it's only $20. These are so some like, good. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah We'd be deal. frequenting this shop. <laughs> <laughs> so Lirio tells Sarah that she's a natural witch, which... Yeah. <laughs> which... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about later. Right. Outside, it's dark now, and Sarah wants to go home. They're walking through a group of homeless people, and the man that came into her house with the snake is there. Right. And he's chasing after her. (laughs) He's still trying to sell her the snake. Yeah. But, like, wait. He's trying to sell her the snake. Wasn't that snake killed by her dad? Oh, yeah. Well, he found a new one. It's a new (laughs) snake. It's another snake. Well, I think the thing, another thing that bothers me about this scene is that his voice is so kind to yes. her. And it yeah. also, his voice does not match his yeah, mouth no. at all. It's, it's, an, at it's another point. one that's yeah. dubbed. But he's um, literally, he's a creepy guy on the street yeah. trying to give a snake to the protagonist. And he's like, hey, yeah. I need to talk to you. It's like, why don't you have him gruff? Yeah. You like know, it's an odd choice for the yeah. actor. Yeah. But he, in that nice, calm voice, Mm -hmm. he tells her that he had a dream about her, and in the dream, she was dead. Mm -hmm. So Sarah runs. Right. Yeah, because that's what everybody wants to hear. Yeah. She runs into, was he a preacher? I mean, he he was wearing the clothes. He was dressed like like, a preacher. But he didn't seem well. No. No. And she just keeps running. She crosses the street to get away from Snake Man, (laughs) and- when he follows her across the street, he gets hit by a car. Yeah. Well, Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle get into their we're making this happen stance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets hit by a car and he gets fucking creamed yeah. by that car, dude. It, you get a shot under the wheels of the car and you see it hit his head. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he's no, done. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. He's done. Lights out for the snake man. Yeah. So the girls run. <laughs> And they run into this like lightly wooded area with the busted couch and some makeshift seats. So I guess this is like a hangout. Yeah, I was like, is this the wire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Bonnie is all excited saying that they made the car hit Snake Man. Right. And that this is just proof that Sarah is their fourth. And Rochelle goes, maybe Manon will listen now. Which we're all like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is that a friend of yours? Right. <laughs> they kind of go into detail that he is older than God, so he's not any modern religion. And Nancy reiterates that he's everything. The example that she gives is if God and the devil were playing football. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Bringing all, it back to Chris. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is the stadium and the sun. It's so much bigger than the game or the players, basically. One interesting thing about this is that Manon, if I'm saying that right at all, is not a real deity in paganism at all. They actually had a pagan consultant on the film, which I thought was pretty cool and no, respectable that's awesome. and commendable. Yeah. Yeah. I got this information from the craft page on fandom, but the woman's name is Pat Devon, and she actually said that the reason that they made up a deity instead of using a real one is because they didn't want teenagers to see this movie and then just go fucking outside and start invoking yeah. real deities. That's really uh, responsible. No. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, the thing is, is that you, it can be dangerous, is what yeah, she said. So she's know like, we don't doing. need teenagers trying to mimic this and then fucking ruining you know, their lives, basically. Yeah. 
<laughs> she also said that it would be disrespectful to the real deities if they just used them as like a character in a movie. No, I like yeah. that. So I was like, that's pretty, yeah. no, that's that pretty makes cool. Sense. That makes sense. And the fact that the writers were, or the producers or whoever would bring her on board to advise. And also the other advisor, as far as the paganism was concerned, was Feruza Balk. She was recently at the time was getting into uh, paganism. That's so cool. And so her and Pat Devon kind of worked together to make sure everything was on the up and up. That's awesome. So here again, Bonnie calls Sarah a natural witch. And Sarah kind of expands on this saying that she does, you know, dabble in stuff, but it, it never works out right. Mm-hmm. That she'll want it to rain and a pipe will burst and her house gets flooded right. or Nancy's like bullshit yeah Nancy's sure. not feeling it or um, she'll want it to be quiet and she'll go deaf for three days and Nancy's yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> not first of all that's a long time <laughs> especially to have to like they would take her to the doctor her parents right you would think like are you okay <laughs> so Nancy is like okay whatever have you ever invoked Manon Mm-hmm. Which no, because she never heard of him yeah, before. Yeah, like, I just asked you what it was. <laughs> it's just you just <laughs> trying to become the leader again, right? Yeah. Uh. So she says that you call him and he fills you, and he makes everything wrong in your life right again. So this clearly makes Sarah uncomfortable, and she's like, "That's not that can't happen." Mm-hmm. She gets up and leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the next scene, she's with Chris on a rooftop. Is this the same night? I yeah, <laughs> I'm a little confused about. The there, there's yeah, some weird time stuff going on because yeah. she straight up told them whenever uh, Nancy asked her out for coffee, she's like, well, I got to get home. Yeah. And then she goes out and does all this shit at night. And then she's out with Chris. And then she's like, well, I got to get home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her parents are like, where the fuck is yeah. she? This is our <laughs> first day night. of school. <laughs> you can't go to that school anymore. Chris is going on a spiel about head sizes. Yeah. I, and dude. uses it as some segue to kiss Sarah? Uh, he it, says that she has a pretty head. That's some Ted Bundy shit. <laughs> it's like, I'd like to see it on my I, mantle. Yeah, I was... And then... He's like, you got a great head. What, what the yeah, fuck? No, yeah, like, that's what you're like, leading with? It's like that's really lame, but yeah. he, he kisses her. In the it wor- 90s, yeah, it worked people somehow. were very insecure about their head sizes. Apparently. <laughs> so then after one kiss, he's like, hey, let's go to my house. Nobody's home. And she's not feeling it. Mm-mm. And... um. That's pretty much it. I guess they call it a night. Also, when they're leaving his friends and they tell him bye, clearly you hear him say, see ya, but his mouth doesn't move. (laughs) (laughs) He's a ventriloquist in his spare time. He plays football and he... It's all in the trivia. You didn't know the trivia? I didn't know. You got to read the script. Right? (laughs) Right. Don't open your mouth, but you're going to say, see ya. The next day at school, the girls come up to Sarah in biology and ask about her date with Chris. Chris apparently has told everybody that they did it. Not only that, but that she was horrible. I gotta ask, what is the logic behind this lie? Yeah, she I turned never, him down. But no, yeah. even even that to say but, that she was bad. Yeah. What's the logic behind that? Because and and you're right though, because I've gone to high school, you know, with people like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, for sure. And, and it was like, what do you get out of There's lying no about point. that? Yeah, it's like, what do you? What does that do? No, he's an he's an asshole. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! He's yeah. a fucking asshole. <laughs> well, we know that. But yeah. <laughs> it just as I'm watching it, I'm like, what do you gain? Yeah. What is this? What's your game? But across the room, Laura, played by Christine Taylor. I like her. She It always surprises me that she was in this. And the character that she plays in oh, this. Oh, no. Yeah. Sally Sitwell is... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's not sitting well. No, she's not. Not with me. 
So, but across the room, she's laughing at Sarah, and the girls tell her he did the same thing to Nancy. It's like, why didn't you tell us this early? Well, I mean, I guess she did yeah, in a way. Kind but of. Wait a minute. It's a conflicting story. It is from Chris alone. And from Nancy that he I know from experience that he spreads disease. Oh, he lied on me and said we did stuff and we didn't like it, every piece of this is conflicting. And there, I have more to say about that later. So in the hallway, I guess after class, Sarah tries to talk to Chris and Mitt blows her off, which would just piss me off even more. Yeah, it's like, don't get your little friend out of the way. Yes. <laughs> So she asked Chris why he lied about her and he loudly is like, no, I don't want to go out with you. Like he calls her pathetic and says that she's begging. I think Sarah should have been like, Chris is 30 years old. He's still a junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like That everyone's on him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so Sarah is like, fuck you. And she leaves and Chris's friends are just laughing about it. So again, I guess in swim class. Yeah. <laughs> we all took swim. <laughs> we all took swim class. Yeah. Rochelle is up on the diving board about to dive off. And Laura and her friend are laughing at her. And as she dives, Laura yells, shark. And Rochelle fucking lands on her back on the water. <laughs> Where are the coaches? For real. Because that yeah. should have been like, that's nine laps, Laura. You want right. to make it 10? <laughs> why, didn't, why didn't I start with 10? That's an even number. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they just let it happen. They didn't do anything. Yeah, you would think that, that a coach would have said something. You would hope. Yeah. But it gets worse. Mm-hmm. In the locker room, Laura sees Rochelle walk past her and loudly says that there's a pubic hair in her brush. Oh, wait, it's just one of Rochelle's little nappy hairs. Now, as a kid, I was like, wow, that's really mean. But as an adult, I was like, wow, that's what they called me in high school. Yeah, that's my life. Exactly. Yeah. It, no, it hit me way too. closer to home than I... Even watching this movie as a teenager, this scene got to me. Because me personally, like Rachel True's hair was like hair goals for me right and so i'm like god damn so even if i get there it's not gonna stop <laughs> like, like they're oh, still oh, gonna fuck me they're still gonna fucking yeah. make fun of me maybe that's why this movie and especially rochelle's character like hits a little closer to home for me because i relate to her struggle in this movie like a lot right and that makes it difficult for me as it, things continue to feel the way that they want me to feel in this film yeah and we'll I get think to we're that on this, yeah i yeah We'll talk more about that. But again, it gets even worse. Uh, <laughs> Rochelle confronts her and asks why she's bullying her. Pretty as you please. Yeah. Laura says, I, I don't like Negroids. Which I've never heard that version in my entire <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, is that even a word? What the fuck does that mean? This is a I new wonder, brand of racism. Yeah, well. It makes me feel like maybe that's not the word that was in the script. And but Christine, Christine Taylor oh, didn't want to say. Yeah. I, I don't know, blame her. I have no proof of that at but all. But it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. And I actually learned from watching Horror Noir on yes. Shudder, which... Excellent documentary. Wow, if you haven't seen that, watch it. But Rachel True was on there and said that when she read for Rochelle, Rochelle's problem was supposed to be anorexia. Because I guess each girl has a stigma about something. Right, right. And once they cast Rachel True, they were like, oh, well, your issue can be that you're black. It's and like, it's like, mm. which is pretty insulting, uh, yeah. actually. And I guess that's why Chris couldn't say anything about her. Yeah. No, I mean, 
the thing that is interesting to me is you're like, well, that's a little weird to just flip it on the fly like that for that actress. But at the same time, it's like it is something that I dealt with in school. Definitely. So it makes it something relatable for me. Because other than that, you know, I'm kind of just watching a movie that's entertaining. Right. But then you're like, oh, shit, this is... I can I can no, understand I can, that. I, I can say personally she is the one piece of this movie that really brings it home and personal for me. But right. not to stray too far. No. Uh, back to the movie. <laughs> um, in the hospital, Bonnie is with her mom and her doctor played by Brenda Strong. She gave up the O. Henry fortune yes. <laughs> to become a doctor. That's admirable. And she moved off of Wisteria Lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, she is telling Bonnie and her mom that this new treatment is going to be non-invasive, but probably painful. She says somewhat painful. Well, <laughs> could have been more accurate. Yeah. I'd say. Um, in the OR, I guess, we finally see Bonnie's back and she is burned. I would have kind of liked a story on how that yeah. happened to her. She's just all crispy, but we don't get to <laughs> find out how. It's only her back, though. Yeah. True. Like, I, there, there's a story there. But this new non-invasive procedure is taking a machine... And repeatedly poking Bonnie's back with a needle. Now, I'm going to need to know what the hell this <laughs> yeah, procedure I, is. I was just as confused. I had no idea. I was like, so you're getting a tattoo without thing. the ink. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because I, I don't know, man. I've watched a lot of Nip Tuck. I, I was like, they'll just do some skin grafts. <laughs> right? 15 blades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, they're like, let's do the needle thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the hell like it's doing, but Bonnie is screaming. Yeah. She's in horrible pain. Somewhat painful. Yeah. So in the next scene, randomly, we have Sarah laying in her bed while it's raining outside, thinking about the time that she slit her wrists. And she slices it the wrong angle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you caught it. It's the wrong arm. It is. The, it it's is. not even it's the not. right arm. It's Thank not, you. dude. I don't know why they, I don't, first of all, I don't know why they included the scene the to begin scene with. The scene really doesn't, uh, yeah, I don't know either. But that, no, that was not good. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. <laughs> no, I have it in my notes too. So at Nancy's house, she's coming in from the rain. I'm guessing this is the same night. And as soon as Nancy comes inside, the lights go out. Nancy goes and lays in her bed and rain is dripping from the ceiling onto her forehead while her mom yells at her stepdad for not using the money she gave him to pay the electric bill. It's hard not to have sympathy for her. Yeah, her home life seems pretty rough. Really, really Just bad. from the little glimpse that we've seen. So presumably the next day at school, Nancy invites Sarah on a field trip. So I guess they can just skip, skip school. school. Yeah. <laughs> On the bus, Sarah's making faces at a little girl while mm -hmm. Nancy is just glaring at this child. Did anybody else see that? Yeah. It's kind of exactly who these characters are yeah. <laughs> in a nutshell. It's very on brand. Yeah. But we get that iconic moment when they get off the bus. Oh, yeah. And the driver tells them to watch out for weirdos. And Nancy replies, we are the weirdos, mister. It's so good. I love it. But that poor bus driver, he's like, dude, last time we tried to make a fucking friend. All right. <laughs> Trying to be nice to yeah, you girls. But that that's a really iconic moment. There are quite honestly a few moments in this movie that you're like, 
I understand this cult status. Yeah, no, it's 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 there's some it. great moments. So their field trip apparently was to the woods and they're all chanting their elements, earth, water, fire and air. They're doing in like runs, though. Yes. Yeah. I'm a little confused. Too, yeah. <laughs> but they knew which ones to say at yeah. each time. I'm like, wow, they rehearsed. But they were fixing to start singing or exactly, something. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Fucking TLC and yeah, shit. <laughs> so they do a ritual promising to enter the circle with perfect love and perfect trust. But they're holding a knife to each other's chest while they're kind of mm-hmm. inducting each yeah. other, I guess. So then they prick their fingers and bleed into a wine chalice. Right. And they all take a drink and ask for something. That's a real good way to get sick. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't recommend it. Rochelle asks for the ability to not hate those who hate her, specifically Laura, which I thought was really a really like beautiful thing to ask for. And it's mature. Yes. And uh, that's another thing that we're going to get into later. Yeah. I want to talk about that later. Sarah asks for the ability to love herself and to allow herself to be loved by others, specifically asshole Chris. I'm like, you're, why? you're wasting your power on this fucker. Yeah, yeah why? I didn't I didn't understand that either. You're I out didn't. of the circle. Yeah. Get, get the fuck out. <laughs> right, Think home. of the last yeah. interaction that she <laughs> had with him. Yeah. Uh, take a, take a lap. <laughs> Think of the last interaction that she had with him. What no, about yeah. that made you say, that's, that's right, my guy? That's yeah. my man right yeah. there. I was like, what the fuck? No. Bonnie asked to have the power to be beautiful inside and out. And Nancy asked to take into herself all the power of Menon. I feel like she should have dreamed a little smaller. Everybody else is kind of <laughs> taking just like pieces of the pie. She bought a fucking bakery I, with her wish. I, yeah. What everything. Yeah. And it was in this scene that I thought it was really interesting because it seems like each one of the girls kind of represents a problem that leads to being bullied. That each one kind of takes on a theme. You have depression and self-esteem. Yeah. You have poverty. Yeah. You have racism. And yeah. you have physical imperfection. Damn, so they, they kind of have everything cornered. Yeah. As far as that's so a really good point. Everyone can kind of relate to at least something here. No, that's true. Especially if you were growing up in the nineties, you're like, this is my shit. Yeah, I There's feel something that. here. Yeah. Um so dozens of butterflies descend on them, I guess, as proof that right. Manol <laughs> is, is listening. listening. Yeah. So I guess the next day, again, timelines aren't really yeah, clear in this movie. Um, I'm assuming the next day, Chris keeps staring at Sarah in class. And Sarah and Bonnie are pretty amused by it. After class, he follows them and admits to lying about her. Yeah. And says that he will tell everyone that he lied about her. Yeah. He has to sit with them in mass. And Sarah makes him hold her and Bonnie's books and her bag. And his friends are like, dude, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but he's just like, oh, I guess I'll sit with Sarah and yeah. while I have her purse around my yes. neck. <laughs> so from another pew, I thought it was weird that they weren't sitting together, but Rochelle yeah. and Nancy are sitting elsewhere. And Rochelle points out that Sarah's spell is working. Like, yeah. obviously, it's working. Mm-hmm. Nancy's like, damn, I should get the roof fixed. Right. I guess I should have done <laughs> should I have gone else. smaller. Kept the lights <laughs> on. Yeah, god damn. <laughs> So that night, maybe. Sure. Bonnie's house. Sarah asked him if they've ever played light as a feather, stiff as a board. Thought it was odd that Sarah was the one that asked about this game. That's true. Because any of the other girls would have made more sense. Yeah. You know what? I did notice that, too. I'm like, why does she keep 
like initiating all yeah. of this. And was like, when she it, wasn't leaning into yeah, it until yeah. she met no, them. No, and it seems to me like part of her journey is not really having friends. So yeah. who would she be doing this with? At least it makes sense that the other girls have always had each other. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. And maybe they could never do it before because it was just the three of them. Right. Let's try it with the fourth. Damn, like, that would have been odd. better yeah. because her being there made it work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right? Damn it. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. No, I thought it was yeah. odd. I feel like when we get together, we write the movies better. <laughs> <laughs> Call us uh, Hollywood. I don't know. Right. Specifically. Whoever. The Hollywood three. Um, We're renaming the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So they play, Rochelle is lying on the floor, and they chant and put their fingers under Rochelle, mm. and she starts floating without even realizing it. If you were growing up in the 90s and you didn't try this- You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> and if you really didn't, what were you doing with your life? <laughs> never, yeah. never tried it. Really? Oh, we, no, we I tried yeah, it. Didn't no. work. We did not get the success. I, Sarah wasn't with us. I no. do it with the cat, but it's usually just me carrying the cat, so it's, <laughs> So they move their fingers away from her and stop chanting and she's still floating. And Rochelle is, you know, understandably a little freaked out and they tell her to relax and concentrate. But then Bonnie's mom comes in with fresh towels. Yeah. I don't and know. What is an airline? <laughs> fresh towels and peanuts. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rochelle falls to the ground. Mm -hmm. So then we get a little bonding montage right. with the girls. They're studying witchcraft at lunch. They're having another sleepover. They're slow motion walking at school. You know, uh. the greatest hits. But in the hallway, Sarah pulls some hair out of Laura's head. Right. And Laura calls her a stupid bitch. I did have a problem with the scene with them walking through the thing and all that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they're high school kids, right? They're supposed to We're, be, yes. Right. We're... Under this is the movie. They're high school kids. Mm -hmm. Tell me why this bitch is walking through there with nipples rock hard, <laughs> and we're supposed to just be like, "Oh, that's be sexy." Chill with it, yeah. Well, You're hey. a high school kid. What what is happening here? Well, it we was, don't need that. No, I get it. In screen, it, it, it was the yeah, same thing get, with Tatum. But so we're just supposed to be okay with this? You're but a it's Catholic okay girl. They're You're, all in their twenties. Yeah, they're all. But yeah. it's not not in the movie. The movie. No, no. So you're right. I just think to me that was I was like, okay, it's a bit much. I get <laughs> the whole you know we're badass now. We're we got our little gang now, and this, but I don't feel like we needed the nipples <laughs> because they're it's not just like a. Oh, you can kind of see. They, no, it's no, like no, they're can, on, they're yeah. in the credits. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're there. They had to hire twins because of child labor laws, but <laughs> no, it's yeah. I can't. I got but nothing. That, but that no, was just. Kinda, I was like, you're supposed to be high school kids. Why are you sexualizing them? So later on at Sarah's house, Sarah's braiding Laura's hair into Rochelle's hair and makes it clear that if Laura will just leave Rochelle alone. Nothing will happen to her. So it's all on her. Right. So Rochelle asks about the picture that we saw Sarah unpack at the beginning, and we learned that it was Sarah's mother who died giving birth to her. Now, the other side of the room is much more intense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, to say the least. Nancy is kind of hovering her hands over Bonnie's bare back, and right. Bonnie is crying and begging, I guess, Manon to take her scars away. That's where I, I, like you said earlier, I wish there was some kind of backstory to it. Right. Yeah. Are you half lizard? Did you get <laughs> burned? Oh did, you know what I mean? What happened? <laughs> Give us something. Uh, even like a glimpse if she was like, had a flashback while she was telling you him something. You know what? Something. Maybe instead of seeing Sarah's backstory, 
Yeah, we could use that seen... time for Bonnie. Yeah, we know what happened to Sarah. Go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she already right. told you. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. yeah, we already talked about it. See, here we are rewriting the movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the next scene, Laura is teasing Rochelle again while she's up on the diving board mm-hmm. at the pool. And after she's basically talking shit to Rochelle, she takes her swim cap off and a bunch of hair comes out with it. Yeah. She turns and has a giant. Like angry yeah. looking bald spot on the back of her head. She shouldn't have been talking shit. No, she should have been. And then Rochelle does a <laughs> perfect dive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sw- swan dive. Like, the coach doesn't catch the other girl talking shit, but he catches yeah. her. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Dude. And he goes and he touches her scalp like he's got some, like, yeah, right. oh, no, I, I this happened to touch. me. I can. <laughs> but I got spray for that. It'll yeah. fill it right in. You'll be fine. <laughs> Nine laps. <laughs> <laughs> So at the doctor's office again, the doctor is inspecting Bonnie's back. And then with like, I guess, some cotton or something. Yeah. yeah. She's going over the burns and she's just wiping them shits off. Yeah. Like they're nothing. And her mind's blown. Yeah. Well, then she goes, it worked. And Bonnie turns around to, I guess, a camera that's filming this and yeah. see her back. It's I don't like, know what the fuck's going on in there. It's like, is this a live webcam feed? <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand you know? it either. It and like, the, <laughs> the doctor's like, it's almost like it was just like really good makeup or something. <laughs> But it's It's, interesting because it worked could refer to the stabby procedure that they did or the spell that, Mm, you know, whatever. So (laughs) at school, (laughs) Bonnie comes into homeroom late, but with fucking mad confidence. No, she does. The teacher's like, you're late. And she's like, sorry, I'm sexy now or whatever. Yeah, I I love her. But that was a lot. It was was a lot. Shit. Yeah. Well, she's in the whole movie. She's been wearing these like bulky jackets and sweaters and her hair looks all greasy. And now she's she's come out of the cocoon. But again, I'm sorry. It's like the she's all that curse. Yeah. Because your glasses the entire time you've been Nev Campbell. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. My jacket comes off and it's like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Bonnie. (laughs) Yeah. So later on outside, Bonnie and Rochelle are giving Sarah full credit for their spells working. Mm -hmm. And Nancy's kind of in the background. And at this point, she just storms off with well, her Walkman. Yeah. She's wow. like, should I have wished for a better Walkman? <laughs> or <laughs> Like, what the fuck? So obviously they say Nancy's upset because hers is the only spell that hasn't worked. And Rochelle says that her spell was that she didn't want to be white trash anymore, which wasn't was not her at all. Spell. Spell. Yeah, no. But one of my favorite lines in the whole movie, Rochelle goes, I told her you're white, honey. Just deal with it. Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, that, and, that's not the spell. That's not that the spell. Never no, we were there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they should have called you. her out and be like, you didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> you just drank the blood. You drank the blood, too. <laughs> yeah. So at Nancy's house, she is intensely praying in her room. One uh, thing too, they they asked earlier too. They were like, "So you guys worship the devil or whatever or what?" And then she was like, "No, we don't do that or whatever." Or they made some mention about it, but she clearly has two or three pictures of the devil on her mirror. But she also wears a crucifix. Yeah, I don't understand. She's edgy. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll buy <laughs> He'll it. Accept it. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> So she comes out of her room in a robe and her stepdad makes a joke about being able to see right through it. So her mom tells him that he's supposed to be like a father to her. So he makes a joke about her being a sex worker and the mom kind of lightly yeah, smacks him and on he... his arm and he throws her onto the couch like he's going to fuck her up. Yeah. 
and Nancy screams, stop. The lights go out. Something explodes in the kitchen and catches fire. Ray appears, the stepdad, I've yeah, never yeah, said his yeah, name. Yeah. His name is Ray. Right. Yeah. He appears to have a heart attack and then moments later fucking dies in the yeah. ambulance. Oh, yeah. While Nancy is staring like holes into his heart. Well, she's good at staring holes. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's her speed. Nancy's face. Yeah. 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 Resting witch face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So later, Nancy and her mom learn that they have inherited $175,000 <laughs> from Ray. And they are fucking happy and celebrating right in front of the dude her, that tells them. Her mom, I don't know if this sounds weird, but she doesn't look rough enough to be an alcoholic. To and portray this, what yeah, they're trying to. She's like, no, not really. You know what I mean? She looks like a you know regular lady. This, her yeah. skin is smooth. Her hair's done. <laughs> it is. You're right. Like She doesn't yeah, look haggard. Or no, you're yeah, right. Like, what the hell? But I will say, first of all, that lawyer or whoever was comically unprepared. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how many houses are you, how many stepdads have died of heart attacks today that you have to go visit but my thing is like what the fuck was up with the 1990s where look $175,000 is a life-changing amount of money but in 2020 how long is that gonna last gone pretty quick and not being frivolous no I I even wrote that too I said how long is that gonna last you a month and continue because yeah no yeah I know exactly what you're thinking right into it yeah Yeah. Um, so Sarah Bonnie and Rochelle go to Nancy's new house (laughs) which is apparently in a nice-ass apartment building. Um, as they're walking up to it, Sarah makes it clear that she doesn't think that they had anything to do with Ray dying. And Bonnie's hitting on some random dude. She's yeah. come yeah, She's just out of her shell. So they go up to the apartment, and Nancy's mom is drunk and happy, and their apartment's huge. And you know when people who aren't used to having money get money, and they start buying stupid shit? Right. Her mom has a jukebox that only plays Connie Francis records. <laughs> so this apartment is fucking breathtaking. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you're living in goddamn Los Angeles. Los- yeah. Yes. You're telling me $175,000. Again. How long? That's, yeah, and that's what I'm yet you That's... still have enough for this custom jukebox and then you had enough there's a goddamn convertible that yeah. she's driving look I watched Seinfeld the other day <laughs> and Jerry mentioned that his, uh, an apartment in his building was $400 a month yep. so I'm like maybe I'm just fucking not in the loop as to whatever what was going on in the 90s I think a lot has changed yeah but I'm like there's no way $175,000 uh, well, give, give gonna them like a $2 gotta, million dollar life insurance yeah. policy but you gotta think too though look at Seinfeld's apartment Apartment compared to the apartment they were in. True. Yeah, that's so maybe true. 400 for his little apartment, but they were in a fucking I know, penthouse. but I mean, this, yeah. is, this is an apartment in New York City versus a penthouse in Los Angeles. I'm, but at the same time, you're like, that's that's a half a million dollar apartment. Yeah, well, no, if, yeah. If they had like, nothing before this, that's not enough to sustain them. Yeah, for no. Any they were probably in debt. Substantial amount of time. They couldn't even yeah. pay the electric or the fucking... Yeah. Right, the view's good, but yeah. you gotta leaking. light a candle. Yeah, they're right. like, we can, we can live here for one month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so live it up. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. Oh, and her couch wasn't her couch fucking yeah. expensive. And, but anyway, they go into Nancy's room, and Rochelle reads about glamours, like 
outwardly presenting something different than what it really is. And Sarah says that she can do that. She changes her eyes from green to brown and nobody is impressed. So she changes her hair to platinum blonde and everybody's like, oh, yeah. shit. Now, this looked a lot cooler as a kid. Yeah. Because I it, don't think it you looks can tell. Well, it bad. looks like they just like turn up the exposure on just her <laughs> yeah, hair. Because you can see her scalp looks funny. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, doesn't look as it, good as it, it did. It's magic. The funny thing that I read is that Robin Tooney yes. had come off of a film where she shaved her head and so this entire film all her hair was a wig the entire time it does not look like no it does not look like a wig at all i did not know that at all i thought that was her hair Yeah. yeah wow so sarah's able to just shake the blonde out like it's nothing that looks cool yeah. yeah, and it made me laugh because Nancy asked for her to give her a smaller ass, um, and then we all remember that it's 1996, well, and everybody yeah. wanted a, a, an invisible ass. But Sarah's like, I think we did that spell already, because <laughs> <laughs> we just saw you in yeah. the previous scene. And, uh, I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> so that night, maybe, Chris is screaming outside of her bedroom window, mm-hmm. and... When she comes to the window, he asks her to move in with him and says that he thinks he's in love with her. At that point, I'm like, oh, shit, here's the monkey's paw portion of of the spells. Okay. So she's like, go home. And she goes back inside. And her dad comes out with the flashlight, is like, can I help you? (laughs) Which, like, is, I guess her dad's just the chillest motherfucker on the planet. But Chris's answer, no No one one can can help help me. I don't think I would have been that cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Not at all. Police shit. I'd have hit him with the fucking flashlight. So back at the occult shop at an undisclosed amount of time later, um, <laughs> Sarah asks Lirio how she can undo a love spell. And Lirio was like, that's not like, it's a floodgate. Yeah, Yeah. you just got to let it run its course. Then she explains, and this is kind of like the whole point of the movie. Like, if you had to boil it down to something. Yeah. There is no white magic or black magic. It all depends on the heart of the witch using it. Right. And that whatever you send out, you get back times three, which they probably should have read about before they... Absolutely. And Nancy's not even with the group, and I'm like, hey, Nancy, put that book down. Uh, You you especially. (laughs) Gonna want to hear this shit. So, you're right. Nancy isn't with them. She's over there looking at a book called Invocation of the Spirit. And as she's looking at a picture of a storm in the book, the storm starts moving and she closes it and she's like, I'm buying this bitch. (laughs) Lirio tells her that that can be very dangerous and that she needs to be careful. And she's just like, bitch, sell me the book. (laughs) So the next time we see them, they're at the beach and they're all carrying an animal. Mm-hmm. Rochelle has a fish Bonnie has a butterfly Sarah has a bird and Nancy very on brand has a snake <laughs> Sarah opens up to Nancy about hallucinating before she tried to kill herself that she saw bugs and snakes everywhere and Nancy's like oh, well you should respect snakes because they're powerful and it's like that's not well, what, that's yeah, not what nobody said that. we were talking about and then um, Nancy's like let's call the corners so they do Nancy calls East for air and invention and she says, hear me. Yeah. yeah. And Bonnie has to remind her, hear us. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a selfish right. piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. shit. I thought My this bad. was all about me. Yeah. Bonnie calls South for fire and feeling. Rochelle calls West for water and intuition. And Sarah calls North for mother and earth. 
it begins to storm like crazy. Mm-hmm. And Nancy leads them in the invoking at the height of all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy screams for Manon to fill her. Mm-hmm. All the containers holding the animals break. And Nancy is fucking stressed. <laughs> Straight up struck by yeah. lightning. And nobody's like, oh shit. Yeah, nobody's worried. Are you, are you okay? I was like, that was a lot. Yeah. Dude, the way this is shot is so disorienting. Yeah, it is. It's, but not in a bad way. And I would like to say, I meant to mention it a second ago, but when they're walking towards the beach, the song that's playing is badass. It's called Dark Secret by Matthew Sweet. I believe never heard it before. Maybe it was made just for the soundtrack. Dude, the whole- but holy shit. Every song in that this. That song was cool as hell. I might buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I read that when they were filming this scene, whenever they were- calling the corners and calling men all specifically mm-hmm. like shit was going crazy. Their equipment would fuck up. The lights would go out like waves kept coming oh, on. Shit. To, yeah. So they well, really felt maybe it was just the water hitting their equipment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, super natural. the interesting thing is that I read the Pat Devon, the advisor. Yeah. She said that the name Manon is very similar to a deity that rules over the sea. And so she said, maybe they thought they were summoning that He's one. He's like, you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my mistake. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, I'll go Sorry, back. I'll, I'll go, go back. back. <laughs> so after she's struck by lightning, the scene just kind of ends. Yeah. And, yeah. In the morning, they all wake up on the beach. So I don't know if they passed out or were like, okay, let's go to bed now, girls. I don't know what happened. But, um, Takes a lot out of you. They wake up to see Nancy fucking walking on water. Dude. I heard that Chris Angel was really doing this. <laughs> He was and the they superimposed her face on the it. mind yeah, freak. Yeah, the, they had to cut that out too because he kept screaming it. Yeah, they didn't know what it was. Come on, jeez, yeah. they, they dubbed that too. Yeah. <laughs> she says that she's been blessed, and Manon is inside of her. They hear sirens and go over to, I guess, another part of the beach and see several beach like sharks yeah yeah that's they what it all... looks like yeah they're just a bunch of different kind of sharks or some shit if i'm the any of the girls aside from nancy i'm like oh we fucked up bad what yeah, have we no, done yeah, yeah of course yeah. yeah but nancy is loving it she uh. says that she's manon's daughter and this is her gift i, I guess uh. and she's like hugging the dead dude and shark she, she is screaming louder than full volume and yeah there's other people <laughs> there's on the beach and they're not like get the we gotta get the fuck out of yeah. here they're just yeah, letting right. her go none of the other girls look into it no at yeah. all so I guess that night they're in Nancy's new convertible again 175,000 yeah. goes a long way <laughs> and Sarah is saying that she feels like all their spells have backfired she's humiliating Chris Bonnie's become like this narcissistic asshole yeah. Nancy makes a red light green and speeds through it and Rochelle and Bonnie are having a great time <laughs> yeah and I'm sorry but what about the other drivers like when you're doing <laughs> this you're changing one light yeah, for yeah. You. everything yeah. else what the fuck yeah I, I wondered that too I right like, where's everybody else on the road yeah, yeah. Nancy kind of sees Sarah's concerns as a power struggle and she's like you're not going to win them over and Sarah is like stop you're just being paranoid Nancy's like do you want out or what like she just takes it to the, <laughs> to the next level so Sarah's like she wants in but one of these days that light is not going to be green 
Well, so Nancy races through a red light and almost causes a wreck. And even she seems a little like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not enough to change her attitude, no, I guess. But <laughs> She just shakes it off like she did the blonde hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're in the locker room and Rochelle follows a trail of blonde hair into a shower. Laura's sitting on the floor and the bitch is Mr. Burns. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Bad. No, it's real bad, and it's so fucking ridiculous because her friend comes up and she's like, "What's the matter?" She's like, "What's the matter?" <laughs> I look like Ben Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's the matter? I swear to God, like, like wasn't she just losing her hair? A yeah, a few days ago, or however yeah. long ago. And the other and question then... I have is, why are you at school? Yes, that's what I thought too. <laughs> why would you go back to school? Like. Damn, man. That's not something. Just, oh, my hair is falling out. Right? That's all right. I got Michelle's go to like, I got a few ideas for you. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins, fucking uh, holster. And then. Yeah. <laughs> right? Listen here, brother. Yeah. <laughs> my thing about this is she has the audacity to, to, to ask Rochelle, what did I do to deserve this? Uh, I, hmm. Let me think about <laughs> yeah, that. Fucking torturing me. Uh, yeah. Um, and again, I'm sorry, but. I uh, don't feel bad. No, you've introduced this as a fucking horrible, yeah. racist asshole. Yeah. I don't feel so, sympathy for her. No, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what happens, man. But Sorry. we get this really interesting shot of Rochelle backing away from Laura, and she's standing next to a mirror, and she turns her head, and then a couple moments later, her reflection turns its head. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I'm it not- turns away from her. Yeah. Not really sure what that's supposed to mean other than it just looking cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So at Sarah's house, Chris is on the phone with her, begging her to go out with him. And she finally says, okay, yeah, tomorrow. So now it's tomorrow. And (laughs) Porta's Head is playing. Mm. I know I keep talking about the music, but it's it's such a good soundtrack. Sarah, I guess you have a point that she's just weirdly open to confiding in everybody no yeah she's telling chris everything but she says that she disagreed with the girls once and they turned their back on her when did that happen they didn't turn Uh, their back they were just a little like they weren't into yeah Yeah. nancy was pissed but the other two were just like ah whatever yeah that didn't happen anytime that we saw it but chris is literally just saying whatever she wants to hear and he says that he woke up one day and needed her and now he's never gonna let her go and she's kind of offended and like you don't even know me and he's like let me give you a back rub yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like that'll solve all these problems She's like, we're supposed to go to a restaurant and we're just parked out here. Yeah. He's like, but back rubs, though. <laughs> so she's like trying to get him to stop because he literally starts yeah, rubbing her back. Yeah, no, he right. gets pretty touchy. Yeah, and she asks him to take her home. He won't, so she gets out of the car. She starts running because he starts chasing her. Yeah. Right. And she falls. Now, as a kid, I never noticed that no. Chris gets on top of her and... Oh, you can hear his belt. Yeah. Yeah. I never caught that as a kid. Uh, What the fuck? When I was a kid, I thought he was just trying to stop her. Yeah. But no, it's much worse. He's in love with her. Yeah, because that's that's how you show love. Fucking horrible. She put the spell on him, so it's going to come back bad. Here's my question about this, okay? The lady at the shop said that the 
intent of the spell doesn't matter. It's what's in the witch's heart. All we're supposed to know about Sarah is that she's a good natural witch. Right. So why did this spell backfire? In the movie's defense, the only thing I can think of is, again, we said, think back to the last interaction that they had. Maybe him being in love with her was supposed to be a punishment because she really didn't jump on it right away. Like she... Yeah, made him her like zombie for a little bit, but yeah, she wasn't but like, mean, "Oh, we're we're in love." Like she didn't even really act like she. I mean, I don't know. Well, if she, maybe it came from a place of if she asked him or if she put the spell for him to be in love with her, but she didn't go with it. She's just you should try to punish him. Yeah, maybe oh, it was like, okay. "Okay, well, you're not doing what you asked." Yeah, you wanted him to fall in love with you so you could be in love with him, mm-hmm. but now you're not. And so we're gonna make so him now, upset. Yeah, she like played is... with him that day. Yeah, making him carry her shit, and then she really didn't give him the time of day again until now. No, I mean, I but I mean, I have there another. Is, no, there's questions. I have yeah, another there's... issue later. We'll talk about. Okay, so she kicks Chris in the balls and she runs. Uh, like into the woods. There's yeah, a lot of woods in this yeah. town. Um, she makes her way to Rochelle's house and she's dirty and crying. And for somebody who's just had a falling out, Rochelle immediately brings her inside. Right. So later on at Rochelle's house, everyone's there. Sarah asks Nancy to just leave it alone. But Nancy is like, no, they, they're having a party tonight and Chris is going to be there. So she goes to the party. Mm-hmm. And what is probably my dream outfit? Like she looks amazing. <laughs> Um, the house that the party is in yeah. is pretty damn incredible. Yeah. And uh, Space Hog is playing. <laughs> um. <laughs> Another, I literally wrote, the soundtrack is great. It's in so my good. Um, she goes and everyone looks disgusted that she's even there. Yeah. A girl runs into another room and is like, Nancy Downs is here. <laughs> And Chris is in that room. So he's like, what? Uh, he's drunk, like, yeah. obviously. And he goes to her and he's like, is Sarah with you? And she just leads him upstairs. So he lays down in the bed and we get confirmation from Nancy as she's kind of like crawling on top of him that they did have yeah, something. something. Yeah, happened. so again, it's pretty so conflicting. Many on uh, both of their ends. But What happened? I, well, she tries to kiss him now and he like pushes her onto the floor. <laughs> So she starts crying and then glamors herself into Sarah. So Chris is like, oh, man, that's cool. And they Dude, start making out. Yeah, he's <laughs> apparently so drunk that he's not at all weird. Oh, my God, man, this. I thought you were oh, Nancy my bad. I don't know what right. the fuck I was thinking. Sorry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay. But and the fire was already going. So In like, the room? Did they just, yeah. Did They're they like, just oh, have the fire? It's, it's, it's safe notice. to just leave that. Yeah, the fireplace was already lit. <laughs> yeah. Did she set this room up for him? I or know did she they just got go there. there. I didn't even or, notice yeah. that. But outside, the rest of the girls show up in a taxi and they enter the party. Now, Laura is there wearing a horrible wig and she tries to talk to Rochelle. And the way that we see it, she goes, listen, and then it cuts off. And I wonder if there was a scene there that got cut. I want more of that. I would have loved Uh. to see that because she's like, listen, Uh. maybe she's seeing like, look, you know, of course, the character arc of the bully is eventually the bully realizes that they're a fucking they're asshole. An asshole right, right. Yeah, I mean, at least in movies. But no, I just, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so I, it would have been good to have that moment, especially for Rochelle. Yes, I would have. I would have liked to have seen that. But Sarah goes upstairs and catches herself making out with Chris. 
And <laughs> Nancy immediately goes back into herself and is laugh or at, to herself. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And is laughing when Chris is like horrified. So immediately Nancy's like, well, you only like her because you put a spell on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Isn't she your friend? Yeah, no, yeah, she throws her under the bus immediately. Chris tells her she's just jealous, which is clearly the wrong thing to say. Nancy gets out of bed and is telling him that he's nothing. He treats women like whores, but he's a whore. She starts gliding toward him on the points of her shoes. Mm-hmm. That is such a neat shot. No, it looks I don't really know why. cool. It gave me goosebumps like, as a kid. Shit. I remember that. Yeah. So Chris is like, I'm sorry, which yeah. is, again, apparently the wrong thing to say. Yeah. Nancy, I think anything was the wrong thing to say. Yeah, Nancy fucking flips out. She's screaming at him. The window flies open and Chris just falls out of it. So again, I'm sorry, but everyone who's gotten their come up in so far, <laughs> I'm kind of okay with it. I'm well, not... Sarah is horrified. Right. Well, that's her. And that's a difference of opinion. I... <laughs> Later, we're in Sarah's room with her and her dad. And Sarah is like candidly saying, it was never supposed to go this far. And her dad's like, what do you mean? It was an accident. He yeah. fell. Like, he he's literally not never asked anything. any questions. Yeah. Um, he tries to comfort her and she tells him to leave because everything she touches turns to shit. And he is like, all right. Well, and leave. Right. Sure. Well, two things about that scene. Number one, she says about Chris, he was a good guy underneath it all. What the fuck are you getting that? That's a really good Where question. Where did you yeah, even get that? I even before you put that. a spell on him, he was a he was fucking an asshole, asshole. Yeah, to begin with. After you put a spell on him, he was a potential rapist. So where mm-hmm. did that happen? I mean, and then, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the good guy? Yeah, and then know. her dad is going to touch her to like soothe her. Yeah. And then she says, don't because everything I touch <laughs> turns to shit. Like, what are you talking about? He no. was going to touch you. She's confused. She's yeah, horny. I, didn't, I guess uh, it was the scene could have been handled better. Yeah. So outside, Sarah cuts Nancy out of a group picture mean girl style and does a binding spell on her which is literally binding the photo in like a ribbon uh-huh. um binding herself from doing harm to herself or others which like that's not bad no. it's not no, a bad thing not at all but that night sarah has a nightmare about the girls flying in through her window and choking her in her bed well i think Sarah was watching Salem's Lot before she went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, if you tell him you're a witch, you get him free small soda at the movies. <laughs> no, that's like a, it was a direct ripoff. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, to be fair. So at school the next day, Sarah locks herself in a bathroom stall. The stall unlocks by itself, and guess who's standing there? They ask about the police questioning Sarah, and Nancy knows that Sarah is thinking yeah. about leaving the circle. Sarah brings up Chris and Ray, but she had taken a stance before that they had nothing to do with Ray dying. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought that it was weird that she lumped him in. Right. But Nancy was like, they deserved it. And Sarah's like, this is my stop. I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. She wants out. And also the school uniform is just a suggestion at this point. <laughs> yeah, a, suggestion. No, sure. <laughs> a vague suggestion. Yeah. So they basically threaten her saying if she's going to leave the circle, she should probably leave the school, the town, the planet. The planet, they say. Yeah. yeah. And like, they say like they don't need her anymore, basically. And Nancy asked her to stop doing spells on her. Mm. which, fuck. Right. Yeah, it might have been a lucky guess. Might have been a lucky guess. <laughs> but then she says, you know, in the olden times, if a witch betrayed her coven, 
they would kill her, which is a really like heavy and intense thing to say. And then she's like, okay, bye. And then, uh, <laughs> it's like just something to think about. Yeah. But Bonnie and Rochelle kind of allude to her having nightmares, yeah. like knowing that she's having nightmares before they follow Nancy out. Like, how are you sleeping? So Sarah goes back to the occult shop and asks Lirio for help and is super candid about everything, even saying that people have died, that they've killed people. Lirio is very motherly looking in this scene to me, and she's dressed all in white, I guess, kind of to cement. It's, yeah. She's good. Mm -hmm. Some Wizard of Oz stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wind gusts from behind that black curtain, and Lirio leads her back there. The curtain that she wasn't allowed. Yeah. So we get a shot of a pentagram on the floor, and while we're looking at it, everything looks wavy around it. I yeah, don't know, yeah, like, no, I noticed that. Which was like kind of disorienting. Yeah. But Lirio tells Sarah that she has more light in her than she's ever seen in anybody else. And that she's like, you know, your mom was a witch. And she's like, what? Yeah, she says uh, it like, oh, everybody knows. Like nothing, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody how? knew that. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, weird. So she tells Sarah she just needs to surrender to a higher power and invoke the spirit, which I'd be like, I don't want to fucking do that yeah, shit dude, after we, what I've seen it do. We did some spirits though yeah. before. It didn't really <laughs> But Lirio, Lirio says that Nancy has darkness in her, so that's why it went left, basically. Yeah. So just as she gives in and begins the invocation, Sarah sees the shop explode in her mind. Yeah. And she's like, it's Nancy, and runs away. I'm Uh-oh. sorry, dude, but the shop exploding looked like something out of Goosebumps. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so... <laughs> and because the way it just went back to that's normal. That's so accurate. It's like I the wasn't, dog. I wasn't going to say shit. anything, <laughs> but... It did look bad. Yeah. It looked real bad. It was too much. Like, that's that's literally all I thought about whenever I was watching. I was like, man... Because a lot of the stuff that they've done has looked pretty decent. And then a lot of the stuff <laughs> that they did also hasn't looked very uh, good. I just thought it, I didn't even think about Goosebumps. I just thought it looked shitty. I was just like, damn. I was like, like, I can't put my finger yeah, on it. I, like, I, don't I know what this is. Yeah, but. So Sarah runs home. But why? This lady's trying to help you. And she calls out to her. She's like, Sarah. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like, wait. I was going to yeah, save your you fucking doing? life. Yeah. Nancy calls her and says that her dad and her stepmom went to back to San Francisco to look for her because they think she ran away. Mm-hmm. There's a flight number <laughs> jotted down. Because <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. And Nancy's like, oh, uh, turn on the news. The news says that that flight crashed and there were no survivors. Sarah runs outside. And as she's leaving, the like reflection of light from the window there's just snakes all yeah. over so yeah. we know what's coming creepy crawlies creepy crawlies she goes outside and there are snakes rats spiders Ugh. maggots lizards so she can't leave it's like in a game where there's something in the way yeah, and you're like, yeah, you oh, can't. I, I gotta find another way um <laughs> my thing is i would have just hoofed it over the stairs yeah. i would have tried yeah Jumped like she didn't something. even yeah she didn't even try she's I'm like well stuck in the house I'm now stuck. yeah uh, So she goes back inside and everywhere inside is covered in bugs and snakes. So she goes into the bathroom and hides in the bathtub. And Nancy opens the shower door and is like, man, you really should just kill yourself. And then turns on the water and leaves. No, the turning on the water was just insult. (laughs) Injury. That took no magic. What the fuck? (laughs) I was already scared. Jeez. 
Sarah comes out of the shower and all the bugs and snakes and everything are gone. But the three girls are downstairs and Nancy's like, oh, you're going to kill yourself tonight. And then they all start floating. Well, the three of them start floating. Mm -hmm. Nancy says that Sarah killed Chris and mockingly applauds her for killing her mom. Fucked up. Really fucked up. Rochelle's like, why won't she use magic against us? And Nancy said it's because she's weak. And Sarah just kind of stands there and is just taking it all in, I guess. guess So I'm sorry, but again, it seems like Rochelle and Bonnie are genuine people. Yeah. So why did they get so drunk off of Nancy's bullshit so quickly? Well, I feel like even in the beginning, they followed Nancy around. Like even before she had that power. I don't know, man. I don't either. And I feel like Bonnie got really narcissistic and kind of asshole-ish. But Rochelle, Rochelle no. didn't. Yeah. Like, it's... she even looked remorseful when Laura was... From the get-go. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was not... So, but yeah. anyway, they start chanting, now is the end, let her go in peace. And a suicide note comes down to Sarah that is straight to the point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I killed Chris. I'm sorry. Love, Sarah. Love, Sarah. Nancy slits Sarah's wrist and she bleeds on the paper. So Nancy reminds Sarah that this is the part where she runs. Yeah, well, that that's a great part where she's Sarah's like, this isn't real. And then Nancy's like, then why are you still bleeding? <laughs> yeah. She's like, huh? You answer me that. And then she's like, uh, run. Yeah. And so Sarah runs. She goes upstairs and looks at that picture of her mom. Downstairs, Nancy tells Rochelle to go check on Sarah. And when Rochelle says no, Nancy threatens to slit her throat. So Bonnie's like, I'll go with you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we'll go together. Yeah. (laughs) Sarah's lying on the floor invoking the spirit at this point. Mm -hmm. And she hears the girls, Bonnie and Rochelle, calling for her upstairs. And she says a quick spell to make them see. Times three. Yes. Bonnie and Rochelle, on their way to Sarah, catch themselves in a mirror. And they are Mr. Burns and Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) It's real bad. Bonnie is burnt the fuck up. And Rochelle is completely bald on the top of her head. So again, I'm sorry, but... Rochelle didn't deserve it. No. And honestly, Bonnie didn't either. either. They were both genuine in their spells whenever they drank the blood and the wine. Yeah. It was, I want to have the strength to not hate people that hate me. Yeah. And it's, I want to feel to look as beautiful on the outside as I feel on the inside. At what point is that a negative thing? It's not. To where you times three, times three, then Rochelle should be the kindest person on the planet Earth and Bonnie should be gorgeous. Yeah. You know? No. Or what are we multiplying? You can't multiply a negative to a like a positive. I'm I'm sorry. No, I'm it's sorry. true. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now That's it's what like, you get. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, no. it just doesn't. Really, only Nancy is the one that's like. Yeah, they should have caught their reflection. Bonnie's like, damn. <laughs> Look at <laughs> Look me. Look at me. But instead, it's this. So Rochelle's like, it's coming back times three, and they get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they run down the stairs, we see that they don't really look like that. No. And well, when they're looking at their reflection, we see that they don't yeah. really look like that. Also true. Yeah. So upstairs, the picture of Sarah's mom starts moving, and she tells Sarah not to be afraid. So she continues the invocation. The windows start rattling, lightning strikes, the windows fly open. Sarah's wrists heal themselves. Yeah. And every surface in the room is reflecting the storm outside. At this point, Nancy comes upstairs with a knife. 
Right. So she comes in and stands with her back to a mirror and her reflection turns into Sarah Mm -hmm. and Sarah grabs her through the mirror and steps out. And she's basically like, uh, Manon saved me and he told me to give you a message. (laughs) You're in deep shit. (laughs) Uh, She has abused her power and she's in trouble. So roaches start crawling out of Nancy's dress and her fingers turn to snakes. She like throws herself back onto the floor (laughs) and her hair starts turning into snakes and bugs and roaches start crawling out of her mouth. She screams and then it all goes away. I read that they kind of made, they did like composite shots and put them together. They covered her in like a green screen thing and then did the bugs and stuff, and then they put the bugs in later so they weren't actually on top of her. Oh, good, because there's, no, uh, there's no way that I would ever... No. no, and I'm not letting them turn my hands into snakes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer you didn't. Yeah. So Sarah's like, who's pathetic now? And we see that the tables have turned. Right. Nancy gets up and is like, look, things got crazy, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and head out. <laughs> we all said things we didn't mean. All right. So she tries to leave and Sarah's like, wait, and starts doing the binding spell on Nancy again. And she's not having it. No. She flies at her with the knife. They're floating and fighting against the wall. It's pretty badass shot. Yeah. You can very easily tell how they did it. Yeah. But it's it still looks, it's a really good visual. I also, when I was a kid, I was like, it's weird because Nancy is like raining blows down on her and mm-hmm. like nothing is working. And I read that people are like, well, because the binding spell is working. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, damn, that makes that I never even cooler. thought about that. Neither did I. She was raining. Yeah, and nothing was happening. No. Her. But shit is flying everywhere. Like, furniture's moving. This house apparently was full of papers because they're going everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nancy moves out of the way just before a, like, giant dresser smashes into Sarah. Right. She comes back, moves the dresser, and Sarah's gone, but <laughs> underneath all this paper and trash her clothes are perfectly laid out i'm sorry but (laughs) not the greatest trick (laughs) i mean right i just don't know how it worked because nancy is about to stab the clothes and sarah comes back into them so like was she there the whole time why did she not get crushed that's why i'm saying it's not great because the thing is is that i'm sorry but if i'm about to be stabbed why am i going to reappear where i'm yeah Yeah, oh shit where the knife is going (laughs) so i can be there when i die like well, before <laughs> before she gets stabbed, she kicks the shit out of Nancy. Oh, yeah. She goes flying and lands against a mirror, and it breaks and falls on her, I guess. And then we get this, like, dramatic shot of, of just glass. Sh- yeah. <laughs> a lot of glass. That was a, uh, that was a choice. It, w- it was a choice. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So the next day, Rochelle and Bonnie come over to apologize for trying to kill her. And we get... <laughs> This over explanation by Rochelle when we see Sarah's dad. Oh, you know that was just a glamour, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's right there. Yeah. I've been talking to him all yeah. yeah. night. <laughs> when he got home, was he like, what the fuck happened to my oh, house? Yeah. Seriously. Oh, no, yeah. He was he was like, hi girls. He's like the the most overly well, chilled. Like, last in the time world. I saw you, you were at a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with my fine. daughter. I made you rice crispy squares. <laughs> and Tang. <laughs> yeah. But what happened to the house? Anyway. So Bonnie asks 
Sarah if she still has her powers. And Rochelle's like, because we don't. And Bonnie's like, damn it. Don't give it away. (laughs) Don't spill the tea. (laughs) Bonnie is like, well, you should hang out with us sometime. And Sarah basically is like, yeah, hold your breath. And they go to leave and they're like, she probably doesn't even have her powers anyway. I don't know why they would do that. (laughs) Yeah, no. That doesn't make any sense. So Sarah causes a storm to come out of nowhere. Sidebar, her dad is still there. He's, He's like, still- yeah. Oh, damn, storm coming through. <laughs> like, It looks like rain. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> it's like, I watched the weather channel. I didn't see yeah, this I shit. Didn't. didn't say anything about yeah. this. No. Lightning hits a tree and breaks a big ass branch off and it almost falls on them. Uh-huh. And Sarah tells them to be careful because they don't want to end up like Nancy. No, they don't want to no, end up like Nancy. they do not. The last shot of the movie, Nancy is screaming and restrained to a hospital bed. Um, She keeps saying that Menon is still inside of her and an orderly comes in and gives her a sedative. She looks fucking insane. Yes. And to end the movie, she is just saying that she's flying. She looks. So I don't know if it has literally driven her mad or if they just think that she's crazy because of what she's saying. Right. Because, I mean, maybe she's not. Yeah. You know, I did read that there was supposed to be a straight to DVD sequel about what happened to Nancy next and it never got made. Mm, I think that's probably a good. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably a good Um, thing. Anyway, that is the end of the craft. What did you guys think of it? I still didn't. I, I I was just like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> like I just didn't, and I don't want to trash on it and you know be like, oh, this movie sucked. But right. I was just confused. I was just like, eh, <laughs> you know, it it was what it was, and it was it's all right. You know, there was a lot of holes. There was a lot of there's some holes that I are. never really noticed uh, before. No, a lot of weird stuff, but it was okay. I mean, just dead sharks. How can it go wrong? Uh, I I still like it a lot. I don't Mm -hmm. like it as much as I did as a kid. But I mean, I still think it's a really good movie that I would recommend people see. Um, I do think it ended kind of with a whimper. Like the the last act kind of just falls apart for me. I feel like the confrontation was a little... yeah, Yeah. It's not as great as it could be. And especially with the powers, like this, literally, you feel that you have the powers of basically Everything. above yeah. gods, mm-hmm. and so you just make a bunch of bugs appear. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, yeah. You're, so I'm uh, like, I don't know. I she also wrote a suicide note. That's true, but it was only like succinct. it was like 20 yeah, words. Yeah, but. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that the last act could have been more than it was, but I'm not going to say this is a bad movie at all. No. I, I, I really like this movie, and it it might be clouded by nostalgia. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie to you, but uh, no, I think I think it's a great movie. I still love the craft. <laughs> no. And like, like I said, there are a lot of holes that I didn't ever notice no. until watching it this time, but even with all its flaws, I still... It meant so much to me when I was younger, and Rachel True was also such a yes. like like inspirational almost to see her in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love how they lumped her character in with the other girls no. because right. I I feel like and if I had the reins, Rochelle would have Sarah would have been a false protagonist, and Rochelle would have turned out to be the good witch that a hundred percent. I mean, but I'm sorry, dude. Sarah's boring. You no, know, boring as hell. But, but I don't know. They're all pretty boring to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of them stood out. Even 
What's Nancy. her face? Nancy. I mean, she was just crazy. That was it. I mean, if we have to put people in front of people, Rochelle is more interesting than... No, absolutely. You know? And I feel like it would have been a more interesting story if you have somebody that's already in the coven is the one that turns around like, look, I've been with you for years. Yeah, this is and too I'm much. And I'm realizing, yeah. thanks, maybe thanks to Sarah, Yeah, that you're fucking off it, man. But no, they just followed blindly, and I feel like Rochelle never got resolution with Laura. Because no, her arc is just... I really feel like that scene was cut short. I feel like there should have been more to her, like, I guess, a, maybe apologizing to her at the party. Yeah, right, I mean, right. And Bonnie and Rochelle clearly had good hearts. Yeah. So I feel like, honestly, even after everything that happened, I believe their apology was genuine. So I don't know why they had to be so shitty to Sarah at yeah. the end. I feel like it would have been a better thing if they had actually, you know what? Fuck Nancy. We'll, yeah. be, we'll do our own shit. Yeah. No, I mean, there were definitely some missteps. Yeah. I feel like we made wrote, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a better alternative to it. But I still love it for what it is. No, yeah. And again, Rachel True, that was a really big moment for me personally. Mm-hmm. Just her being in right, this. Right. A sincere thank you to Rachel True. Yes, thank you very much. So I guess that brings us to ratings. Mm-hmm. I hate going first. <laughs> um, again, like I said, this movie means a lot to me for more than just what the movie is. That being said, I do really like I still really enjoy watching this movie. Like you said, T, there are parts of it that haven't exactly aged well. No. And like you said, John Paul, there are a lot of holes. (laughs) But I don't know. I and I'm probably being more generous than you two are going to be. But on a scale of one to ten menos, I give the craft seven out of ten menos. I will now open the floor. Everything you said, I agree with, you know. This is one of those movies that you have to respect the cult status of it and understand the product of the time, you know, as far as the effects are concerned. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's like, well, if it could have looked better, they probably would have made it look better. Well, of course. Yeah. But the story to me, I feel like is very important. I've got the nostalgic factor as well, but there's a lot of holes. There's a lot of things I would change, but it's a movie that I love that I would recommend. But being keeping it realistic I would give The Craft 6.5 manos out of 10. JP. I'm going to be honest here. Okay. <laughs> right. If I can leave the holes aside and the effects that are dated and it's still, it means nothing to me. <laughs> like it's just a movie that was made a long time ago that did absolutely nothing for me. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Would I watch it on my own again? No. Would I show it to the kids? Only if you're the reason showing it to them. And I know it sounds weird, but I mean, like, all the guys in this movie are dicks. No, they they are. are. So Except the dad who's just dumb. Yeah. But still, he's stupid. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and and, and not to take anything away from the female cast, because I loved all of them. Mm -hmm. And I thought they all did a great job. They did. But there's nothing that grabbed me about this movie. And and I know this is going to, you know, people are probably going to listen to this and then be like, what the fuck? The whole we're the weirdos, mister. I don't even remember that until recently <gasps> when people. Yeah. it That means nothing to me. Wow. What it, What is that? What does that have to do? You're you're nobody. You're what? You're Bobby Boucher's girlfriend. Get the <laughs> fuck oh out of here. What do you oh you really God. want me to remember that? From what? 
<laughs> I remember Waterboy more than I do this. What is your number? <laughs> a five. I'm going to stay in the middle. It's not bad. Uh-huh. It's not good for me. It's a decent movie. It just, like I said, it doesn't, it didn't do anything for me. I think you can pinpoint the exact moment Nay's heart broke in half. And I'm sorry, babe. I know you like the movie. I and do. I do. But it, it just, me, like me personally, like some movies that we we might watch, you're going to not, you know, and it's not like no, I'm saying. No, for sure. It's, all, it's saying, all a matter of I'm opinion. not going to sit here and be like, right. oh, the movie's trash. <laughs> no. Because it wasn't. It's not. Yeah. But it just, it wasn't, it wasn't something that grabbed me. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, okay. You know, it's a movie about witches <laughs> and nothing against witches. I love you guys, everybody, you know, uh-huh. warlocks, whatever, <laughs> um. uh, you know. But it just it just didn't. It felt like there was a lot of things that were over the top for no reason. There was a lot of things that were dumbed down for no reason. Like you said at the end, why were they dicks to her when they were saying, I'm no, sorry. That's, that's a Instead fair of, question. Instead of you seen what happened to Nancy, why not be like, hey, look, we fucked up. Remember we were friends? Yeah, we were <laughs> friends. I'm sorry. Please don't make us be like that. Yeah. Instead, they're... Bitch ain't even got no powers. Yeah. For real. We had floaty times, yeah. remember? You guys <laughs> Light ran the feathers, away. The board? Yeah. You have no idea what happened to this lady, no. but you come back and she's in a fucking mental institution. Now you want to talk shit to the only person that was the last one to see With her. her. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, eh, come on. And then like the story you were saying about the story of them. They could have, oh, let's yeah. see a little more. Yeah. Let's see something. But that's just me. You know, that was just me. I respect that. I have to. (laughs) Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate the craft and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. And remember, be mindful of what you put out into the world. It comes back times three. Until next time. (laughs) 